for all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Thursday to you fantastic folks out there listening to us. If you're on the phone lines or listening to us on your computer, your tablet, or you might be, you might be just checking us out on our new app. That's YRN 1328, available on iPhone and Android for free. So download it so you can listen to the Beautiful Butterfly Show in all of the awesome platforms that we have over here brought to you by your radio network. And I'm excited, folks. Uh, we got a guest joining us, and this is not my first time talking with her. I actually talked to her just sometime uh, with Anthony and I. Um, did a show, and she was a part of that as well. But today I have her all to myself over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and I am excited, you guys, and I'm talking about no other than Yasmin Brown. She is joining us this evening, you guys, and she is the owner of Focus Your Strive, a women's development company to help women move from one place um, in her life to the next. Also, she is the founder of BOSS, which stands for Beauties on Successful Strides. And with this tonight, we're going to be talking about her organization, but not only um, she a business entrepreneur, uh, you know, uh, leading women in the right direction as far as their goals and their destinies in life, but she is also an author. Um, and I have an opportunity to read her book um, entitled Love, Answers to a New Beginning. Um, and it, it indeed is that, um, a phenomenal book. And I'm going to be um, asking her some questions about that tonight and give you guys some greater insight on that book as well. So if you're out there, if you have a question or a comment, or if you just want to call in and show her some love, feel free to do so. That number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Now you have to do is press number one to join the party, and we'll be happy to bring you in so that you um, can join the party. So I'm not going to delay any further, you guys. We're going to bring the lady of the hour here on the show. Yasmin, you there? Yes, I am. How are you, Bianca? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I am great. I'm wonderful, and I'm excited. We haven't we we haven't had it in a while, so I'm really excited I about my talk. I know it's I'm, definitely been I'm, a while. Um, it's, yes, it's been I'm like I get to talk to Bianca um, again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think the last time that we talked on the phone, oh my gosh, I I want to say yes when I was like pregnant. I think I was yeah I was pregnant during the time 
And so my daughter is um, two, two and a half now. So it's been some time. Yeah, it's been some time. It was when... Uh, when I when my book first came out, the one you're referring to yes. now, Love Answers to a New Beginning. So, absolutely, yes. you guys are one of the first that I've ever interviewed with, too. So, I'm like, I get to talk to Bianca again, yay. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad that you joined me, me this evening. And so, for the folks out there um, who may not know, tell them a little bit about yourself. Who is Yasmin Brown? Absolutely. So, uh, well, you really already just um, gave um, a quick <laughs> bio about about me. But um, really, all I really all I am is um, someone who lives as I climb. You know, as I go through um, life and I continue to mm-hmm. grow and develop and learn new things, I just like to share it. You know, I just like to help other people along the way. And even if I'm not 100% there yet, if, I, if I've if i learned something new, I want to help someone else learn the same thing because, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure it can help them advance in any way. And that's actually uh, what, what started Love Answers to a New Beginning, which is really the first, uh, which, which is really the first thing I've, I've ever done, you know, which is a women's empowerment book. Um, so they really help women to move from one place in their life on up and uh, on up to the next. And in that book, basically, um, shares my journey. It shares my story on how I have um, matured and developed into who I am today. And please believe that I am still growing at everything now. But this, uh, what I put in here, were my stepping stones uh, to get to where I am today. And then as I transitioned from the book, you know, I, I started. Um, coaching women because um, I wanted to give to them what I felt like, you know, I didn't have. You know, I wanted to help them. Right. And I felt like I wasn't helped or, you know, I had to learn myself. And um, so I did the coaching and then I was like, okay, well, I want to connect with more women at one time. You know, I want to see, like, I want to uh, connect with hundreds of women um, um, at one time. And so that's when I had started uh, beauty on successful strides, and that's really been my baby. Now we are now at um, a little bit over a thousand women, and we started really just with um, having a event. I think we had it at um, it was some sandwich place. <laughs> Our first meeting was oh, at wow. like some sandwich place, and you know we've grown so much since then. And, um, you know, helping them, um, like I said, our, our model and our mantra is, you know, we live kind, you know, helping them to, um, to to get to the places that they want to go as we are all getting there and growing and stuff as well. And that's really what we're all about. So that's what I've been, that's a little bit about me. That's what, what that's what I've been up to. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That is awesome. You know, especially, um, I love it because especially in today's time, I feel like, um, Society, um, per se, has put it to where women feel like we have to uh, compete with one another. You know, it's always that competition and not realizing that um, because we are are so powerful and so powerful and and we're able to do so much that if we put ourselves together, our minds and all the things together and work collectively, I mean, we could, we could do so much, even more than what a lot of us are doing now. Um, and so I, I think that um, 
we have to implement that more, even more in society because I, I, I think, it, uh, you know, between the media, social media and all of that stuff, I think it, and especially when we see reality shows, you know. Oh, my gosh, don't us. get me started on that. <laughs> Everybody knows, like, I always say, like, I'm a recovering re- reality show junkie because it's like I'm – but I'm really sitting on there and I'm really watching, you know, and analyzing things. And it, it's sad because it shows, you know, women going up against each other like, I don't know, it's like wild wolves. You know, we're just really constantly is. fighting. And... <laughs> And, and 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 another thing too, because even though they're they're making it seem as if it's a reality show, you know, a lot of that stuff is scripted as well. Like they're 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 wanting them to right. portray women right. as these crazy animals that just you know, if they're making money and they're doing all these different wonderful things, you know, they're um, talking about each other, they're fighting, you know, they're sleeping with each other's men, and all of these different um, all of this craziness. And that's really how, you know, they're trying to portray who we are, you know, when we are, quote, unquote, making it. Right. Right. Absolutely. And it it makes it um, difficult, especially um, for our young girls, you know, our youth and so forth, because uh, for them, you know, um, they already are dealing with their issues, especially when you're going through teens and preteens. And so, and then when they see older women, can't coexist with one another, you know, it puts them in that mindset that, you know, this type of behavior um, is okay, you know, uh, when they are out amongst their peers. So, you know. Absolutely. Um, Do you think that that reality shows have put um, women in a negative light, you know, to where we're we're not really looked at, you know, in, in a good manner nowadays? You know, um, even what I had put in my book, I do, I do mm-hmm. believe that um, the media um, period is um, betraying us in a negative way. But as I wrote in my book, they're really just giving us what we feel like we want. So it's something true. that we Very are true. putting out. Absolutely. So it's something that we are putting out to the world. It's something that we are putting out to the universe to make us say, like, okay, this is okay. This is what we're looking for. This is how we want people to act and respond. Like, even when I was just talking about the reality shows, a lot of that stuff is scripted. You know, a lot of that stuff like right. that, they're making them do those different things. Like, don't get me wrong, um, some of it, uh, much of it is real, but a lot of it is scripted as well because they feel like they're giving us what it is that we want. So if we decide right. to shift the way that we think, you know, if we um, if we begin to shift uh, what it is that we are putting out to the world that it is that we want, then the, what what the media and everything um, is portraying will also change it too. Because a lot of times, a lot of people put the media and reality shows and all these other things um, at the front end of our problems, and then it takes the people off the hook. Which means like, right. oh, the only Absolutely. reason why I'm acting like that is because right. That it, it means like, okay, the only reason why I'm acting like this or the only reason why I'm doing these certain things is because of it's what I see on T V and it's because mm-hmm. of what I mm-hmm. uh, what I am experiencing, all these other right. things. No, you're also doing it because you want to. You're also yeah. doing it and yeah. acting this way because of the fact that you find it pleasing to you in some type mm-hmm. of way. So if you can shift the way that you think about it, and if we can do it uh, collectively, then I'm pretty sure that the media and and, and these shows and all this other stuff would uh, begin to do those shifts and things too. So 
So, um, right. so yes, I believe that it has um, a effect on us. I, I 100% do. But I also believe that we put the media and everything as a problem, and then it takes everyone else off the hook with being in control of their own life and the way that they do things themselves. Absolutely. And I think it, you know, and like you mentioned, I think, um, you know, people using uh, certain things as, as a crush as to why they act this way and that. Um, and, and the thing about it is that we have to get to a point where we take accountability, you know, for our own absolutely. actions um, as women and, for our and our own emotions. As well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and I was just going to say that. Yeah. And even you know, when we see our girlfriends or or peers or associates or whatever, um, you know, in a, in a certain light, um, I think my personal belief is, is to reach out to them, you know, not not in a disrespectful manner, but in a, in a way of love and say, you know, hey, yeah. you know, I, I see the way you're doing things, and I think that's why people continue doing things is because nobody has taken the time to address them or pull their coattail yeah. on things. And we have a tendency to just allow things to take place because we, you know, we kind of live under that model with certain people like, oh, girl, that's just how she is. You know, she's been that yes. way for years. Well, it doesn't mean like it's good, <laughs> you know, that she's been right. that way for Absolutely. years. <laughs> Absolutely, and I love and I love the way you said that too because um, that's actually uh, something that I'm working on for a workshop. Um, is you know helping uh, with with going out into the community and everything like that, and you know helping people um, to uh, helping people to see a different way, not by judging them. You know because a lot of times uh, when people are doing all type of craziness and you right. know out here doing whatever and. What, what all types of stuff. I don't even have to name them because we all know what's going on in this world. Right. But um, we 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 are so a lot of people are so quick to judge and not to um not to condemn the church or anything like that. You know, because I am a strong believer in God and I like to call myself a Christian as well. But a lot of times, you know, they go straight into like you don't do this, you can't do that, and all these other different things, and that makes them rebellious. You know, to to seeing a different way. So instead of uh, coming to them with being uh, with, with with a judging in a judging way and being so judgmental, just ask them, can I show you a different way? You know, let me know what it is that you like. You know, why are you doing these? Uh, why are you being this way? Okay, is it for money? Uh, can I show you a different way to make the same amount of money that you're making doing the things that you're doing right now? Is it because you want to look sexy or you want to feel sexy? Can I show you a different way on how you can look and feel sexy. You know what I'm saying? It's because of the fact that you want attention. Can I show you a different way to shine your light without going out here basically um, making yourself look lesser than what you really right. want yourself to look like? You know, right. um, you know. so coming with them with the, alternative, uh, with the alternative instead of being so judgmental because of when you, when, when, even when, even with us, the most mature people in the world, if you feel like you're being judged, a party is going to be a little rebellious. So instead mm-hmm. of being instead of being so judgmental with coming to people, you know, just ask them. You know, can I show you a, another way? You know, listening to them. You know, listen to what right. they truly want because no one really wants to be out here prostituting. No one really wants to be out here messing with all type of um um everybody uh everybody's men. Nobody wants to be out here fighting right. everybody right. because they're so so angry and all these different things. It's something underneath that that they're looking for and that they're searching for. So if you understand it, and then be like, well, can I show you a different way? 
you know, to get the same results that right. they're seeking, but in a better form because it's, it's something positive that they're seeking, but they're not able to get it because of the fact that it's, 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 it's shallow, it's hard things that they've learned from has experiences, all kinds of things we can get into. But going deeper um, inside of them and, and understanding, like, what is it actually that you want? And then can I show you a different way on receiving it? Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely agree. And uh, what I want to do, Yasmin, I want to take um, just a short break. But when we come back, I want to talk about, um, and as you mentioned, the importance of effectively, effectively communicating with one another as women. And so I want to take a little break, and we're going to come back with more. Yasmin Brown, you guys, right here on The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Vivian comes from anything but a happy home. She is sheltered, young, and beautiful with a life that is filled with drama and pain, trusting no one. Vivian makes a habit of covering up her bruises and pretending that all is well. DeMarco is a young police officer who thinks he is living the perfect married life. The unforgiving streets of Queens, New York are about to show him that he couldn't be more wrong. His wife's dirty secrets are exposed and DeMarco is left to decide if he still wants his marriage. Intimidated by Love by Melody S. Available now at all online book retailers. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. This evening, you guys, we are joined by author and founder of Boss. You guys, Jasmine Brown, she's on, and we're talking about women empowerment um, and coming together as women. Um, and one of the things, Jasmine, that um, you touched on a little bit, especially um, with women, is how we communicate with one another. Um, I think a lot of times um, a lot of women, um, you know, we have those situations where we have a lot, of, a lot of falling out with other women because based off of how we communicate with them, you know. Right. Um, and so I think that a lot of us, um, have to, you know, make sure that when we're communicating with women that we're coming across um, in a place where that woman is able to recognize, you know, that you're trying to be helpful. I think the only downfall that I see that in, um, unfortunately, is that sometimes people equate you giving them constructive criticism with quote-unquote hating or <laughs> throwing some shade on what it right. is that they're doing, you know. And so a lot of times it's hard for people to see the difference between, you know, someone actually trying to help you um, instead of, you know, trying to, you know, be negative towards what you have going on at the particular time. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so crazy that um, you asked about that because actually for me, um, not too long ago, I would say um, uh, probably about like six months ago, something like that. It might have even been sooner than that. Um, I had an experience where um, I was sending out emails about an event, and one woman had read it, and I guess I wrote it all wrong, okay? <laughs> I guess I had grammatical errors all through my email oh, because no. she went in on me, okay? Because she, okay, she's a teacher, and she teaches English. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? So it's all the way, it's already bad right there. Okay? Right, right. Up. With my book, I wrote it, but I did not edit it, okay? <laughs> and, so, um, and so either way, <laughs> and so I sent it to her, and, you know, uh, and she sent me an email back, and she basically went in. She was saying, like, this is not representing your organization properly. Uh, what does this even mean on some of it? And, and all this other stuff. Wow. And, like, wow. and when I read that, now, uh, first I called her Chico. You know, it's the ego, but for us, for us women, we have our own. And so, right. And so she go, like, turned up really quick. And um, and so I re- and I reacted instead of responded, which is one of the things that we're going to um, talk about with, you know, properly communicating yeah. with women. And so I reacted to the email, and I was very nasty. I was, I was, I would say I was pretty nasty. I wasn't horribly nasty, but I was pretty. It, was, it wasn't what I should have done. Let's just put it that way. And so um, she didn't respond to me. And so the email, like, what I sent back to her, it just did not sit right with me. So then I started talking to my husband about it because this really bothered me. You know, so I talked mm-hmm. to my husband about it, and I talked to one of the other women that are uh, really big within our organization that uh, helped so much about it and everything. And so, like, they helped me to calm down and, uh, you know, really, really understand, like, um, okay, uh, even though she said it was not okay, you know, but she didn't mean it in the wrong way. Like, she was really actually trying to help. And so what I did was I I sent her another email apologizing, and I asked her, you know, she know uh, if she is able to help me any type of way, and I'm more than open for it. And um, and she sent me a message back, and she was saying, um, I am so happy that you responded to the email. I am so sorry. I did not mean it in the way that you uh, took it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just mm-hmm. trying to let you know that um, – your uh, your verbiage and, and, and the way that you're communicating, it, it, it matters strongly for the people that you're trying to connect right. with. And she said, like, I've, I've written books, and I've, and, I've, and I've done so many different things. So, and she said, and I know firsthand how what you put out there in your writing can really, really affect um, mm-hmm. the way the person, mm-hmm. people look at you. And she just went so deep into it in this email. And so, wow. you know, we're going back and forth. Now this is my sister, you know. <laughs> so we're going back and forth. And then, uh, and now, and, and I offered to pay her to uh, to, to now do my content. Uh, and she decided to do it for free, okay? And so wow. um, what I learned from what I learned from that is that everybody's not going to talk to me the way that I want them to talk to me, okay? So right. I have to look for the best. And, and people. And then also, if I find this to be disrespectful, then just correct it in a responding way versus a reacting way. So what mm-hmm. do I mean by react versus respond? You know, react is when you're basically giving out what somebody gave to you, period. If they give you negative, you're giving them negative. If they own, uh, if they own 10, then you own 10 or 15 or 20 
or something like that. If they if they throwing uh, trash at you, you're throwing it back at them. That's reacting right. versus responding. Responding is looking for the solutions that can help you and the other person. Okay. Absolutely. And that can um, and that can uh, really right absolutely. And so um, and so that's why I had learned and that's why I had learned with her because even though I started off reacting, I can't correct it. A lot of times we as women. When we uh when we do come at the person in a way that is uh that is not favorable to them, we just let it go and we just say it is what it is and we just let them leave that nasty taste in their mouth about us or whatever it is like that instead of going back and correcting it um and, and understanding that you can write your reaction by responding and um and that's something that a lot of them don't like to do. We don't like to go back and apologize. We don't like to go back and correct because we we feel like it makes us look weak or we feel like it makes us look like uh, we don't know what we're doing or that we was wrong. So even if we are wrong, we don't want to admit it. So knowing that it is okay to go back and right your wrong, even if you reacted at first, it's okay to respond, uh, to, to go back and respond. And then, and then, and initially, with communicating with someone, you know, just um, just talking to them the way that you would like to be talked to. You know, one thing about me is that I love to be complimented. We are, I mean, you can tell me whatever it is that you want to tell me, okay? And I learned how to just take uh, corrective criticism, period. But one thing, when you when you find something good about the person first, so if you're about to say something to them to, uh, you know, to give them corrective criticism, you know, find something good that they did first. You know what I'm saying? Find something to compliment them about first and then go into the ways that they can be better. Not saying that you did this wrong, you did that wrong, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, but say you can be better at doing this. You know, I think that you should uh, that you could probably do this and that'll probably get you the results that you want. And you know, like talking to them in a better uh, in a better way um, that they can receive because as soon as you come at them and say, you did that wrong, you should have did it this way, you should have did it that way, their defense um, is automatically going to come up, and they're going to automatically think that you're coming at them. Now, that is not everyone. Some people are way more mature than that, and they can read between the lines, but don't don't assume that everybody is mature and they can read between the lines. You know, talk to them right. in a in a way that is that is that is friendly. You know that 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 if 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 they were talking to you, you would be able to receive it, no matter what state that you are in um, mentally. Because sometimes you can be in a bad mood, you can be in a good mood, or whatever like that. So whatever state that you are in, just talk to them in a way in which that you would uh, that you would want to be uh, spoken to, and guarantee. Like when people are trying to uh, to give you advice. They're telling you um, how to be better, and they're telling you different things that you can do uh, that you can do to improve. Uh, they'll be more receptive to hearing it because you probably complimented them first, and you're telling them in a way like you're doing, not in a way that you're doing this is in the third wrong, but like I, you know, maybe you can do this to get the results that you want. You know, have you ever tried doing this? You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, with this content. You know, for example, if you're talking about content. You know, um, have you ever thought about getting someone to help you with writing your content? Because I think that'll help you really, really big with what it is you want. Always, uh, and another way to um, essentially communicate with people is is um, always mentioning what their end goal is because they're listening Absolutely. more. When you tell them what you're, what, when you are constantly repeating what their end goal is, they are all ears because all they want to do is hit their end goal. Uh, everybody who right. are 
you know, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're trying to move up in the ranks in your um at the uh, whatever you're doing uh, within your career and uh, the corporate ladder, whatever it is, even it has to do with relationships, family, whatever. If you um are talking about whatever that end goal is, you know, uh, people are going to be more receptive to listening to you. So uh, that's what I would recommend. That's what um that that's what I do when I'm talking to people, you know, and I'm allowing people to talk to because I love corrective criticism. I love when people tell me um what I can do, uh what I can do better. But I've also um help people understand how to talk to me because of how I communicate to them and how I talk to them. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's one other thing, um, especially how you mentioned about us, um, you know, when people respond to us, a lot of times we are, we, we're used, we're all used to, you know, the people, our loved ones and, and friends um, talking to us in a certain way. So when people come from a different angle, uh, it affects us differently and they and they don't oftentimes realize how they come off. So what I found is that even if you, you know, with people, if you go back and you have that discussion and, like, the lady that you mentioned came back, you know, let you know that that's not how she intended, you know, to come off, is that sometimes, you know, because of how we feeling and how our emotions are, you know, we, we yeah. picked up this sense from this person and we're thinking, like, oh, they're, they're coming at me in a negative way. I mean, it's just the same thing as far as social media, especially, you know, if you post a status and you could be thinking it in a calm way, but somebody's picking it up like, oh, she's angry, you know, she's upset, right. like, she's, she's going off. And so it's just, you know, how everybody deciphers different emotions. And so sometimes we have to have that conversation, you know, and let yeah. people know, hey, you know what, I'm not coming off in an abrupt manner. You know, I'm coming off in a way that I, I find that can be helpful and beneficial to you as well. So I think that is definitely uh, a great point that you shared. Um, also, one of the things I definitely want to talk about tonight, um, uh, within your book, um, you talk about um, answers to a new beginning. Uh, what was your motivation for creating love, um, answers to a new beginning? I know it's, it's, a, it's a very transparent book, and it talks about um, your experience uh, with love and what love is and all of that. And so what eventually led to the creation um, of this particular book? Well, yeah, so um, basically what uh, what started me with writing a book was um, I was depressed. Basically, you know, I was yeah. depressed. I was hurt. Um, I felt broken. Um, you know, I was really angry at the world. Um you know, I was even angry at God at that um, at that moment, and it was so many things that was going on with me that was that had me in a funk. Um, just you know, the simplest way to put it. And uh, what I started to do was uh, one day I just thought like, okay, enough is enough. Like I'm not about to lay in this bed anymore. You know, I'm not about to cry myself to sleep anymore. You know, I'm not about to to continue to say. Uh, the shoulda, coulda, woulda blues. I think I wrote that in my book, too. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead. And so um, I had started going back to church. And with me going back to church, you know, um, I connected with three women. I talk about those women in my book that really, really um, forged to me, you know, connected with me spirit to spirit and believed in me more than I believed in myself at that time and was praying for me and all these other different things. Um, and then uh, from that, you know, um, 
was with me starting to pray more, me starting to uh, begin my, uh, no, I, I didn't start meditating then. Uh, with me praying stuff more, I went online to look up a book that, you know, that I wanted to read that um, to help me with understanding myself more because now I was at the point where I want to learn who I am. I was tired of trying to be like everybody else. I wrote that in my book too where I was being a clone. I was, you know, if, if, if you could take a class in learning how to be like everybody else, then I took that class and I got an A plus <laughs> because I really became a clone because I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be well-liked because that wasn't my story from when I was younger. When I was younger, I only had one or two friends ever, you know, all the way up into high school. And so um, I wanted to be different, and I with, with different, I wanted to be like everybody else. And so um, I was looking for a book that could help me learn who I am, and I found one. It was called um, It was um, 101 Ways That Black Women Can Learn to Love Themselves by Jamie Walker. And that book opened me up. Like, it revealed so much to me. That's actually how I got into self-help books from that book. And um, one of the things that uh, I took from that, from that book that really, really, really got me going uh, and helped me with my trance of being still and loving your present moment and being inside of your present moment and appreciating your present uh, present moment and understanding that you do not have to love the things that's going on with you right now if it's not what is what it is you want, but to appreciate them because they are going to get you to where it is that you need to be. Okay, Absolutely. and then. Um, Yes, and so and so I I started doing the, and I started doing the work. I started to do the healing, you know, and truly and really, really forgiving myself first, you know, because that's a, cause a lot of people think that the hardest thing to do is to forgive somebody else that um uh, that wrongs you, but that's the, that's probably like the third hardest thing to do. It's really the first hardest thing to do is to forgive yourself because what you're really doing deep down is um blaming yourself for allowing those people to hurt you because you feel like you left yourself vulnerable for someone to get to you. And so I went through those those those, uh, those phases and uh, went through the healing and the transformation and all those different things. Um, and and because of the fact that I had, uh, I had moved out of it, I wanted to help other people to do the same. I wanted to help other women to do the same because I've, um, I've always had people to, come to me for advice and all these other different things. And so I'm knowing that well, there are so many other women that are, that has went through the same thing, things that I've been through, and I just want to share it. And love is really what helps me to do that, you know, understanding how to love unconditionally, wholeheartedly, right. and, um, and truly appreciate and truly appreciate life. And then um, knowing that love is God and God is love, because that's the best way to describe what love is is saying that it is uh it is um, understanding that it's God because God is unconditional. And for those who are not um uh, um uh spiritual or believe not spiritual but uh believers in God, so whatever you call our higher being, just put that name in when I say God, but you know, understanding how unconditional God is, you know, it it was the best way that I could describe it. And so I gave the book in two different parts, you know, of part one talking about who we spiritually are because I believe that that's the foundation of, every, um, of everything is becoming spiritually awakened and understanding how your spirit guides you and how uh, how much of a creator that you truly are because you really create the lifestyle that you have. 
you know, whether we want to right. admit it or not, we are our own uh, our own creators or sorry, what we like to say, co creators with God being the uh, with the main, with God being the, the first creator. And then part two talking about society's flaws and understanding like what where we are uh, within our flesh and what's going on in society and how we can move past it. So that's where uh, it talks about, and that's really like the summary of what my book is about. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so with this book, um, you have created this book, and so what is going to be uh, in store next uh, for you um, after this awesome book? Right, so, um, well, I've been constantly, constantly, constantly. I was supposed to write another book last year, but I got so busy with um, with the organization, um, Bone. Uh-huh. And so, but I will be starting another book. <laughs> so, and what it will be, uh, so what I've been trying to do is help women to cater to the fullness of who they are. You know, so not okay. only okay. who you are professional, uh, professionally or, you know, like going after uh, your your purpose when it comes down to business and everything, but also, you know, okay. with relationships, with your health and wellness, uh, with your friends, family, and loved ones, you know, with your spiritual um, growth, with your finances, you know, with your self-love, you know, catering to the fullness of, of who you are. And the best way that I believe that you can uh, – you can help someone with uh, with catering to the fullness of who you are, not trying to balance it, but harmonizing your life, um, is through Proverbs 31. So um, I have been really, really going deep inside of studying uh, Proverbs 31. Um, a, uh, it's, it's called a wife of noble character, but the wife, um, after that, so what I uh, what I found to understand is wisdom and fulfillment everlasting because that's really what it talks about. So not just for women who are seeking to be married, but really mm-hmm. having fulfillment within every area of your life. And so that will Absolutely. be the next, um, yes, so that's my next journey uh, with books and workshops and uh, Proverbs 31. And, again, it won't be a religious thing. It, it's really just um, using uh, the Proverbs 31 to help, um, with, with 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 describing how you can have this harmonized life and really um, really substitute the abundance that you're seeking, not just professionally, not just with your finances, but within every single area of your life. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's the thing, though, especially about women, um, getting to the point where you, you know, are trying trying to balance it all, trying to balance marriage, trying to balance um, being an entrepreneur, trying to balance being a mother, yeah. and so a lot of times women, you know, get their mindset that they, you know, they that they can't do it all, and it does get, you know, overwhelming at times, but, it you know, does. it can be done, it can be done, uh, and, but it's always great when we have other women that we can lean on for support, you know, such as yourself and such as, um, you know, other girlfriends that we may have that we can lean on for that support when we're going through those because, you know, it's difficult. It, it, you know, it's, it's hard enough as I say being a woman, <laughs> but let alone, yes, you know, some is. of the, the hats and the duties that, you know, we have that entails and so that, you know, have something out there like that um, that can definitely um, give us 
um, the, the the motivation and push that we need to gravitate towards the things that we desire most in life. So um, I'm definitely looking mm-hmm. forward uh, to that as well. And so if people out here are interested um, in learning more about BOSS um, as well as your books, um, where can they go to purchase your books and connect uh, with um, BOSS? Absolutely. So, uh, we're connecting with both. We um, you can just go to our website. It's um, beautystrides.com. So that's b e a u t y s t r i d e s dot com. So you can go to our website and connect with us there. But we're also on social media. We have our uh, Facebook group page that is our name, Beauty Born Successful. And then we also have a LinkedIn group page that is uh, Beauty on Successful Strides. And then we have our Instagram that is uh, at Beauty Strides. So you can look us up online. It's those who are on Meetup uh, website. You know, we also have a Meetup group that is Beauty um, Beauty on Successful Strides. So, uh, so yeah, we're so so yeah, we're out there. You know, just look us up, follow us on our social media and stuff. You know, we share. Um, a lot of different quotes. Um, we share videos, you know, and it's really fun, and we really just come together um, as women on all those different platforms. Absolutely. And, of course, um, at the end of the day, uh, with all that you do uh, as far as helping women to, you know, strive towards their success, what would be Yasmin's words of encouragement to those women out there? Um, they may be in a difficult spot. They're trying to decide, you know, what avenue they should go in or should they step out on faith and be their own boss um, and so forth. What would be Yasmin's words of encouragement to those women out there going through um, those times of really trying to decide what they want um, and desire out of life? Right. So what I would say is what I always say is that um, your opportunities are endless until you create a end to them. Okay, and I'll say that again. It is that your opportunities are endless until you create a end to them. And when I say opportunities, I mean any opportunity. You know, your opportunity to fall in love, your opportunity to own your own business, your opportunity to um, get that promotion at your job that you've been seeking, your opportunity to lose the weight that you want and look as fine and beautiful as whatever it is that you want to be. You have opportunities to rebuild on your relationship with your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, to have more friendships. Those opportunities are endless until you create an end to them. So just keep going and believe in yourself. Believe in everything it is that you want, you know, and and continue to strive for it. And one other thing that I always say is there is no such thing as trying. There is only doing until it's done. So whether it's working for you right now or it's not, it doesn't matter because you you still can keep doing it until it is done, until you hit the goals that you are seeking, until you do the things that you want to do, until you establish what it is that you want to have. Keep doing until it's done. Eliminate the word trying because the trying already sets you up for the uh, uh, the potential to to fail and just leave it at that. Because it's okay to fail as long as you get back up, you know, and keep on going until that failure becomes a success. 
Absolutely. So that's what that will, that's what will be my word for for people out here. And that is so true because oftentimes we feel like because we don't uh, accomplish, you know, we might have tried a business um, and it failed or we might have tried um, at a new task or whatever and it didn't work out right. So a lot of times we tend to think like, okay, well, I'm not meant to do this, but sometimes if we try it from a different angle, you know, the next time um, it turns out a lot better. So that's definitely yeah. you know, not giving up on your dreams. So I definitely agree with that as well. And Man, yes, and it's definitely been such a great time having you here on the show. Uh, it has been yeah. a wonderful, wonderful experience, and I'm glad we finally got to able to talk and chat after all this time. <laughs> I know, I know. It is so great. You have no idea how excited I was. I'm like, yes, I'm like, on this call. I'm talking talk to my husband about it. I'm like, yes, I'm going to on this call. I'm going to talk to Bianca again. And we have to rock this call out. I cannot wait. I'm over here. I'm still walking around antsy. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely it has definitely been my pleasure, and I definitely hope that you'll come back on here again and, and join me. Um, I would love to have you on here again. So we'll definitely have to set something up um, so that you can come on here and uh, hang out with me uh, more over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Yes. Yes, I can't wait. (laughs) Absolutely. Next time we'll be talking about the Proverbs 31. I know, I know. I'm excited. I'm excited to read that one. And so, of course, uh, once again, thank you for coming on here. I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank you. I think there's a state carnival or something going on. I think my husband and I are going to hit that up um, later awesome. on this evening. So I, yes, I Ooh, they always have, have the best food evening. at carnival. Girl, I, you know what? I have not even ate, so I'm going to tear it all up, okay? <laughs> I'm going to tear it Absolutely. all up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you have a wonderful evening. I'll be talking with you again soon. Okay, my sister, you too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, that was Yasmin Brown, author and founder of Boss. This beauty on successful strives. And make sure you guys connect with her on Twitter at Beauty Strives, um, Instagram as well. Uh, you can keep up with her and on uh, Facebook also. Uh, once again, big shouts out to Yasmin Brown for joining us here over on your radio network. And I want to tell you guys to come on back next week. We got a fantastic show lined up for you guys. We're going to do a poetry spotlight. We're going to do a B-Slides poetry spotlight um, next Tuesday. And we are going to have Teresa the Songbird. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with her, I'm telling you, go ahead and Google. Uh, she's been on Verses and Flow. Uh, she has done so many venues uh, from New York to Florida, Atlanta, you name it, she's been all over the place. So we're going to have uh, Teresa the Songbird joining us Tuesday, and that's going to be at our special time. That's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you guys. So she will be here Tuesday joining us. And then on Thursday, we're going to have Arthur J. Uh, w. She's going to be joining us at 6.30 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time, and she is talking about uh, the re-empowerment, uh, the re-feminization of women. Uh, so that's going to be a great show coming up next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. It's the B5's uh, birthday weekend, so I'm going to go out here and enjoy myself and celebrate uh, <laughs> and all that good stuff. So with that said, folks, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys same time. Great.